Hi everyone. What you're about to hear is what was a, originally just going to be a tool for me to look back at sessions of my current Curse of Strahd campaign in order to keep track of important information rather than having to try and take active notes in the moment. This was recorded straight from Skype, which I've done my best to clean up and make presentable. The first chunk of the campaign wasn't recorded with the intention of it being listened to by others such as you guys, so the presentation is a bit off. For example, I started recording this first episode partway into the session, so allow me to bring you up to speed before we begin. Welcome to Curse of Strahd. In the chilling north of the Gavoratet Empire, on the shores of the Moon Sea, sits the town of Karnstein. Ruled by Lord and Lady Lumina, Karnstein is full of debauched nobility and suffering peasantry. The rich feast and hunt and revel while the streets are filled with sickness, poverty and death. The Luminarchs have announced another extensive gala for nobles across the Empire, a masquerade ball to celebrate the festival of midwinter. There'll be extensive entertainment from across the continent, hordes of food and a chance for the rich and noble to congratulate each other on another year well done. Individually, our cast of characters have all made their way to the party with their own intentions. Father Ndur, the Minotaur bodyguard to a dwarven noble. Sierra Flowers, a halfling bard who finds herself accompanying the band of travellers called the Vistani, who are providing the evening's entertainment. Jemima Linden, the mysterious elf under the alias Lady Jane Del Paso, has come as a plus one to a Lord Shelley Byron. The half-elven rogue who likes to masquerade as a Lord Fox Ripley has made his way into the party as a special birthday treat. And finally, the dour winter eladrin cleric magpie serves at the hand of a bent and crooked Lord Eleutherius Creighton. Currently, Lord Ripley has found himself engaged in conversation with the dame Lilith Davberazzi, following on from Lord Luminarch's speech. So, you heard our lords speech our humble host or didn't they thoughts have you been as uh, iron fisted as I'm sure many have been well yeah you do idiot you gotta do to get a good harvesting mm. not sure I'm quite as you know, iron fisted as our good lord but and I, I'm, I'm average. You don't seem to be one very interested in politics, Lord Ripley. Absolutely no interest in politics. Finally, what, uh, disturbs my digestion. <laughs> what does interest you then? I like, like I said, the sausage rolls. Um, 
I enjoy fine tailoring. Uh, Are you on for exploration for histories? Can't say I've ever really been super into the into history or study, but uh, I've travelled a fair bit. Do enjoy the travelling. I have someone that I think you might find more interesting than a lot of the conversation you may find here if politics is not your dish of choice. Yeah, by all means, Lady Lilith, lead the way. She begins to lead you over to a table. All the uh, seating here is a section of round tables that line the walls and at the far end opposite to the entrance is a grand head table where sits the Lord and Lady Luminarch and various people making their well wishes and such to the hosts but just near the head table we are drawn to a pair or a rather odd pair one is a dwarf with a bold but slightly bristling with short uh, grey hair and then a long sweeping beard that ends a very dour and worn face. His robes and clothes are formal and expensive but practical. Not nearly how practical as his companion's outfit. The large seven foot tall minotaur standing behind him. Lord... Lord Felix Kalasi turns to uh, you, Father, and as these two begin to approach a red-headed man in a alarming outfit <laughs> and a tall, uh, platinum blonde woman begin to approach. I, I am afraid, Father, than it would seem that we are starting to hit the uh, conversation part of the evening. Oh, great joy! Promise me one thing. If they try and talk to me about taxes, you will take that axe and you will take my head off with it. That's, uh, I can make a deal on that. Very good. I'm afraid the guards may kill you for it, but it's a war at the end of your career. <laughs> they can certainly try, anyway. And Fox, this is the conversation that you and Lilith come within earshot of. Um, as this dwarf and Minotaur. The height difference is some three feet between the two of them, it would take a fairly almost golfing-like swing from the Minotaur to take the head off this dwarf. <laughs> um, the dwarf turns around and gives a courteous bow to the two of you. Lord Felix, at your service, how may I help the two of you? Lord Fox Ripley, uh, Dame Willow here said something about conversation and interesting. Yes, Lord Felix, I believe you are the representative here for the Aldermasi Commission. Hey, that is correct. Um, uh, are you familiar with our work, Lord Ripley? Absolutely not. We are, uh, well, less courteous individuals would refer to us as a uh, adventurous guild. Uh, I prefer to think of us more as active collectors of historical artifacts. Uh, a usual tomb raiding or more within bounds archaeology and we've made some quite good headway into the through the north uh Zaurovis over on uh, off the mainland. May be able to answer a question I've always heard about yes. something. 
what what is the line between tomb reading and reading and archaeology like what is the what is the uh, like honest, it's, not being grave robin? it's largely a matter of permits if you have the permits for it it is archaeology if you if you don't it uh it's best not talked about in polite company but I'm sure the two of you are people I can trust. Absolutely. But is there anything else I can do to interest you, Lord Ripley? And is the conversation between the four of you, Father, you are under no uh, obligation to stay silent during any conversation, I imagine. At any point discussing uh, the north of Vatzaudaviz, you are a very good first-hand account for many out there tales. Well, you know, it being my home and everything makes yeah. sense. We next turn to a table very close to the head table, deliberately placed so as a place of honour, where sitting bent and grumbling is one Lord Eleutherius Creighton, and to his side a rather serious-looking dour Eladrin. That's a shit, I'm wearing a mask. Lord Creighton leans forward on the table you currently being due to the presence of many guards around here Lord Creighton has allowed his guards to not relax but cast a wider net than staying in the immediacy to him it is very funny to me that Lord Luminarch does not think that I know his plans for inviting me tonight. He turns and looks at you, Magpie. Indeed, that is why you in particular were requested as a presence, although you would have not been allowed in such a chamber otherwise. I'm sure. What do you think his plans are? Uh, Enlighten me. Stands up, leaning heavily on a cane as he sort of comes close to you. These marks that I have given to you, you're very special. You see, it's taken us a long time to perfect these bindings. And while you are imperfect, the effectiveness cannot be questioned even when there is... And he looks disdainfully at the scarring across your neck. Even when the goods are damaged. Would you like me to comment on that, or...? No, you have said uh, plenty enough already for me tonight. I wager that we'll be called to the Lord soon enough. He casts a glance glance over to the head table where sat our Lord and Lady Luminarg and currently approaching another couple. One is a slight and nervous-looking gentleman um, very animatedly talking to the a uh, very impressive-looking uh, woman beside him who moves through the room silently but with definite purpose as Jemima, or rather 
Lady Jane Del Paso. Lord Byron turns to you excitedly. We must be sure to introduce ourselves to the uh, our humble hosts, make sure that we are courteous in our appearance. Oh, quite right. I wouldn't have it any other way, but I'll follow your lead. I wouldn't want to impose. Naturally, I as, uh, we discovered last week your uh, skills of court are, are, are rusty at uh, best, but no matter, no matter, we can we can sort such a thing out in, in no time. Just do as I do and just stand there and look ravishing. <laughs> I think I can manage that. And uh, steps forward as these people in sort of front of this queue that is formed in front of the head table move aside as the uh, crier that stands behind the herald at the head table uh, calls forth Lord Shelley Byron, 4th Baron Byron, member of the Imperial Merchants Alliance and Lady Jane Del Paso, his guest. And steps forward with a deep bow to the head table, sort of like side-eyeing you to do you bow or do you curtsy? She's like in a sweep into like a very deep curtsy. Stands back up. My uh, my lord and lady, Luna, thank you so much for the invitation. This is my uh, honoured guest, Lady Jane Del Paso. It's my honour to meet you. The two sort of dwarves at this head table look at you, Lord Luminog. Uh, I must admit, Lord Byron, she is far greater than anything else you have brought before me before. Tell me, Lady Del Paso, where did this man manage to find one such as you? Oh, well, I'm not one to give away a gentleman's secrets, my lord. (laughs) Uh, No doubt you are better than his um, normal dive bar drinking establishments. Well, I'd like to think so, but that's such a compliment coming from you. Indeed. And if Shelley here ever becomes unpleasant company for you, do not hesitate to come and see us. As I thought, he seemed like he was going into saying me, and then there was a <clears throat> from his wife next to him. See us, and we will be glad to get to know you better. Well... I'm sure that either way, it'll be an evening to remember. I'm sure it will. Yes, and I am sure that you, this is my wife, begins to... <clears throat> I'm sure that you have other things to be doing, other people to meet as a... Well, you are clearly new in town, and I imagine that you must get to know many more lords and ladies of your like, lest you be left behind. Of course, ma'am. She gives you like a very curt nod as uh, the Lord Byron next to you is like, ah, 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 just this fantastic. Uh, that seems oblivious to the uh, tension that has uh, arisen. And as uh, he lingers for a moment and we went <laughs> up to the stage in the middle of the ballroom floor. As the band comes close on one uh, performance, Aragal turns to you, Sierra. You are definitely as good around the campfire as you are in a ballroom. Well, you know, had a lot of practice. 
<laughs> Where did you learn to play? Um, mostly from my grandfather. The elders are always a great source of wisdom. Mm. Great source of wisdom, great friend. I, uh, inferring from your speech, I, has, has he passed since? No, no, he's still very much alive. Ah, well, that is a relief to hear. Haven't seen him in a while, though. Uh, well, perhaps soon you will be able, with the money you'll be getting from this performance, be able to make your way home, say hello, give them a nice gift. Would be nice. Got so many stories to tell him. I must, I will bet you have traveled far to get to the the north here. Yeah, well, just been here and there, so. <laughs> well, if you have the wish to travel some more, do come and find us. We were happy to have you along. It's been wonderful traveling with you all. Indeed. Uh, and it's like a <clears throat> from uh, Aragorn's brother, Luvashuva. Yes. Uh, and one, two, three, and step into another a uh, bit more upbeat jig, and people start to move onto the dance floor as you begin dancing to the merriment that is ongoing. As the music picks up, you see Magpie, the Lord Creighton, eyeing the top table and pulls himself up out of his chair, walking stiff, begins hobbling across the flagstones. Come! Magpie follows silently. And there is a moment where Lord Creighton seems so fixated on the head table currently, like just staring with daggers at Lord Luminog, that he does not appear to notice the very excitable young gentleman that's about to walk into him. Magpie, do you do anything? I look the other way. <laughs> As Lord Shelley Byron collides uh, shoulder first with Lord Eleutherius Clayton. <laughs> oh, I am... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. What are you doing, you imbecile? Just like wraps. Uh, Byron across the knee with his cage. Oh, ah, <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. He's had one too many champagne. And who might I'm you sure be? there's uh, no problem here, sir. And you are who may address me as such? Lady Jane Del Paso, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, the pleasure is all yours, I am sure. Magpie does a slight bow behind Creighton. What brings you here, Lady Del Paso, with such a bumbling mass of limbs? <laughs> well, to dance and be merry, of course. Why else would one come to such a party? I see that you are. Enjoy your evening. Likewise. I'm sure you will enjoy your dancing and whatnot. You begins to shuffle off very slowly. He's a very old, old man. As he sort of begins to, like, not even fully out of earshot of you, uh, he turns to Magpie. Uh, the nobility is going to the dirt. Dancing and food is all they care about now. I was under the impression that was most of what was cared about anyway. Oh. 
For some, it is a helpful mask, but for the likes of those two imbeciles, I believe it is all they care for their money for. Well, how fortunate that you'll be around for a long time to keep Indeed. the nobility upstanding. And with your help, we can truly reform the Empire to a vision of greatness that it has not held in some decades. He approaches the top table and they makes his very bare minimum courteous introductions to the Luminaries and then very quickly um, starts talking business. The business being you, Magpie, and in particular the finding tattoos across your body and regarding to the, how they are made and how Lord Clayton is responsible for the only uh, currently discovered mine in which the material can be found. And as you can see, and he sort of brings the cane up to your throat and like presses it slightly, even with such damaged goods as this one, it is achievable. I am sure, Lord Luminerg, your interest will not be misplaced. But we can talk business in less... <sighs> deprived circumstances at a later date, I'm sure. If your plan was throwing this gala was to whine and dine me as such, you will be disappointed. Oh, it's very apologetic. Um, well, these boxes you've been in conversation with Farthen and Felix, you sort of notice Lilith's house staring at this head table. How your, how's your eavesdropping abilities, Lord Ripley? I don't, don't know what you mean. I've never dropped a knife in my life. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure you have not. And she points to that there, the walking corpse, is <laughs> Lord Eleutherius Crichton. He fancies himself as a stalwart defender of the Empire, as well, and she points that there's around the room across the walls are these large um, human sized, like scale sized um, statues of various different. Um, Figures in sort of the midst of battle, like with armed with swords and striking outwards in very like aggressive or like defensive poses. Uh, these great heroes of the Empire, and yet he is well. And she sort of looks at you. Given your heritage, I'm sure you are aware of the Empire's racial habits. No idea what you might mean by that, as you can say, I am a simple hair filth. Well, I would keep the, uh, the, that half to yourself as best you can. But Lord Crater as a human is... Piece well. of shit. Being <laughs> human myself, I must uh, decline such words, but... Our races are rarely given our views. You better than a lot of them, I'll give you that. We try our best. But I 
She looks around the room, breathing in deeply. I have a sense that the Empire took a heavy blow near the start of the last century. Did it? Lord Ripley, you would not pretend to be quite so out the loop as not have heard about the Emperor's assassination now, would you? Tend I am that out of the loop. <laughs> Indulge me. Seventy... I think seventy-five or seventy-five or seventy-seven years ago now, a number of, well, as the Empire likes to call it, elvish assassins and traitors to the Empire broke into the Imperial Palace and slaughtered our good Lord Emperor where he slept. Absconded <laughs> back to their hideaways in the colonies. How dare they? What a terrible thing to do. Indeed. And you say, like, Felix, and then, huh. that piss shite of an Emperor was the way there was one. <laughs> you can say that again. Hey. Seems they've done no good, though. Well, it's still an empire. Well, we are an empire, but we have no emperor. Why didn't he just pick another one? It's uh, an issue that we have with us. And sort of like, nod, suck, don't sarcastically, lid. Us longer lived races are uh, slow in making choices. You humans and uh, others who live to neighbor to century. Yeah, make choices on a drop of a hat. I've met an out of Conqueror once that just was... Ugh. But we have long traditions and requirements for one to become Emperor, and yet no one has managed to gain the political sway to make a bid at being the new Emperor anything of note. But the longer we spend without one, the more the colonies decide they can be the whatever the fuck they like. And soon enough, the Empire will be just this hunk of rock in the middle of the ocean. Yes, and they would be terrible. They would be absolutely terrible. Here's a lord myself. I am against them. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds absolutely awful if the Empire was to, say, collapse... Entirely in on itself, killing everyone involved. Such, yeah, no, awful. Such patriots of the thing. Empire. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've got no, no allegiance to the Empire myself. Ah, you are not born from, born within its boundaries, then? <laughs> Am I born within its boundaries? That's like a, a, a servant who's like stationed at your table just kind of goes, Fine, <laughs> and just sort of bends down with a washcloth and starts wiping the tiles. Ah, not me. No, I'm from north. Cold. Frozen ice. Taking those into the runes. That's what I do. I ain't got time for none of this hoity-toity bullshit here. <laughs> I I like you, Father. Certainly, well, <laughs> well, that makes one of us. Now, if you will excuse me, I will be right back. And Lilith is moving through the crowd, leaving you Fox with Felix and Sarven, uh, if you wish to stay with them. What is well. Yeah. As the band comes to another reprieve in their song, there is a... 
throughout the whole as uh, the metadi, the majordomo of the uh, house. If everyone would please be seated, the dinner will be served. And everyone begins taking their seats. For you, Sierra, up on the stage, uh, the Vistani will keep you put down as like, well, I guess it's off to the uh, servants' quarters for us for a bit. Well, so. And you begin to sort of uh, leave the stage, instruments and all sort of, uh, in their places. Uh, you are intercepted by a platinum blonde-haired woman. So, uh, excuse me, uh, my dear. You are the incredible fiddle player of tonight, aren't you? I am a fiddle player, yeah. Ever so modest. I am Dame Lilitha Varazi. Uh, it would be my honour if you were to join me and my new friends for dinner this evening. Um, I mean, we were just heading down to the servants' quarters, but are, are we allowed? Um, well, I can extend my invitation to you. Sadly, I think there is not quite enough seating for all you and your incredible uh, companions. It's Aragorn's right. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, we'll uh, be loud and raucous downstairs. If you get bored, you can come and find us. I probably will. He heads off with his brother and the rest of the... I will tell Arabelle you said hi. He heads okay. out into the, through a side door. Um, and Lilith leads you back to a table, which is populated by a obscenely dressed red-headed man, a seven-foot-tall minotaur, and a rather stocky and well-built and practically dressed dwarf. Uh, there are a large assortment of other nobles here and there. The food is starting to be served. Uh, you notice, Magpie, that Eleutherius, having since sat down and following the conversation with Linux, is now staring daggers in a different direction and following his eyeline, you see that on the table next to yours, is seated Lord Byron, uh, Shelley Byron, and uh, Lady Jane Del Paso, and he's just glaring angrily at the two of them. Not holding a grudge over a mistake, are you, my lord? That speaks to a lack of matters, and you will remember when to speak when spoken to. And he sort of clenches his hand slightly, and you feel that slight buzz of pain lest we have to make a practical demonstration of my capabilities tonight I thought not but the food is being served and it is a fine assortment of meals the likes of which some of you who are not uh, necessarily used to the finer things in life, are taken aback by not only the excess in what has been a hard winter for many people across the empire, but also just the range. There are things you know that are very much not available, especially in the northern reaches of uh, the empire, as they must have come from other continents and from far in the south or the east or the west be shipped over all in interest for this one event. 
uh, allow me to uh, introduce my new friend as Liz comes to be seated with us. This is uh, Sierra, was it? Yeah, uh, Sierra Flowers. Hi. Sierra Flowers. She is the fantastic fiddle player we've been hearing tonight. And I. Hi. <clears throat> hey, Lord Your... Fox Ripley, your service. Anything better than that. <laughs> That was too sure about that. <laughs> Too many of these. He holds up his glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know the feeling. You're not one for drink either, Sierra? I will when the occasion calls for it, but I mean, I'm playing tonight. I don't want to be drunk. Not someone who requires any of the, uh, any elvish courage. And we're like, hmm, the Dutch don't exist in this world. <laughs> Can't say I have the phrase in either situation. You ever heard of Dutch courage? I've heard of Irish uh, I'm just going to place, like, Farthen's massive tanker just down in front of me. It is, it is the size of your head. <laughs> it, it, it's a big tanker. Yeah, try some of that. From the north, it's good shit. It comes in pipes. Pick up <laughs> awkwardly. I know you're, you, you're, you're, you're reasonably strong, so yeah, you can. It is yeah, awkward, but you can lift it. Bucket size. <laughs> How strong is it? Is the question. Uh, are you just having like mead or a particularly strong ale, or what's what's particularly than drinking? strong ale? And he's having it. ale. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a it's got a whiff to it. It's definitely not anything sort of. Uh, horrifically severe. It's not like you're drinking straight spirits or anything from nope. there. Um, but it is... You imagine if you were to drink this, you would be more... Like, you would have a higher like blood alcohol content than actual, like, blood. <laughs> wow. Um, that's nice, but I don't think I could drink the whole thing. Not in one go, anyway. That's fair. Yeah, being the size you are. How big are you? Because I might have missed that part. Seven foot, I believe, was the uh, number given. Sierra's two foot nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you play a fiddle, eh? Yeah. Technically, it's uh, a violin. Like, they're, they're the same instrument. But, uh, yeah. All right. Nice, I suppose. Why is it a violin and not a fiddle? Is there a difference? It's it's just the way that you play. Um, like fiddles, a little bit more uh, freestyle, I guess you could call it. That is, I believe, a, a fitting description of it. I don't think I could play any kind of like violin sheet music. I never, never really took to that part. <laughs> well, it's always time to learn. I think I'm fine with the fiddle and um, do pretty good on the flute, too. Oh, and cool. pipes. <laughs> pipes. That's more my speed. <laughs> Why have Don't question the accent. Well, we will. Much like we're the Pip. And any other <laughs> character you've ever played. 
<laughs> but the meal progresses and uh, it is very good. Although you question um, how much money was spent on this compared to how much is paid to people. Magpie, you are not at any point given leave to eat yourself. Yeah, that's fair. As the meal comes to an end, um, Lewis has been engaging in conversation with all of you and is I must say that, well, to tell you all the truth, I'm not, I wasn't invited as such here tonight. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) So, gives you an eye. Um, My, my lady, um, who granted me my title, felt snubbed, I believe is the term for the lack of respect paid for her by the other nobles of the region. And so I was sent to smooth things over, make nice play the diplomat and everything. Curse the baby to sleep forever, that sort of thing. Ah, I am afraid I'm not the witch from fairy tales that you seem to think I am, Lord Ripley. Fairy tales usually have far more looks around the court dashing individuals in places of power? How dare you. (laughs) My apologies, Lord Ripley. I'm sure you are the true prince charming. I'm pulling your leg, you know I'm pulling your leg. (laughs) I love that Ripley wasn't The sheer amount of sarcasm in this group. This party. But, if you will excuse me, I must make my formal address to the court. And she scrapes her chair back, um, and you, uh, Magpie, and you, uh, Lady Jane Del Paso, uh, see sort of this, and hear very sort of clearly as there is an absence of music currently, and there is uh, just sort of a low-level amount of chatter here, this chair scrape of the current against the stone-tiled floor. As you see this woman sort of stride into the centre of the chamber. And she stands in the spotlight of above the head table is this large stained glass, sort of like rose window, that's currently being lit by the light of the moon straight through it. She stands in the centre of this. My lord and lady womanag, it is my pleasure to be in attendance of your outstanding gala. However, you have, unfortunately, found yourself in the ire of my lady, the Lumlode. We allowed you entry into this, Lady Lilith. I would not push your welcome over invoking more ghost stories. I'm afraid that the issue with ghost stories and Scott you Fox fairy tales are that I fear they have made many people complacent 
you have found yourself in the ire of my lady, and that is a very dangerous place to stand. But she is not without mercy and understanding. Apologize to Countess Strad Zawanzarovich, and all will be fine. And with chairs, the high table strikes back as Lord Luminog stands. I will not be threatened in my own hall by some woman invoking long dead names. Guards! And he clicks aside as you guards begin to step forward. She just looks aside and just holds up a hand and stop. You deny my lady's grace, but you accept her gifts so wholeheartedly. And she gestures, begins pointing through the alcoves around the room at all the bronze statues that stand in these alcoves. Oh no. It is time you learned the truth behind the ghost stories, Lord Luminarch. And she just gives a simple and you all hear as the outer begins to crack on these statues, revealing slothing, rotting flesh underneath as <laughs> bursting from their golden cocoons. A small horde of undead begin to descend upon the hall. Guards standing at the alcove are grabbed suddenly by these undead springing on them and fall quickly without a sound or a barely gurgling. All around, these undead rise. Can everyone please roll me initiative? <laughs> See, like, everyone progressively getting dice ready. <laughs> yeah, I just hear the, yeah. like, gentle clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> I knew I had a bad feeling about this. <laughs> what have I ever done wrong in official, like, safe settings? Yeah, not nothing, never, ever. Nothing wrong. You? Do anything like that? No. Trials are the most safe place in all my games. I'm allowed to lie in this game. You are. <laughs> not allowed to on Mondays. Okay. So, as these undead begin to appear, Fox Ripley, you are first to act. Going under the table. I'm ducking under the table. I'm drawing my bow, but no wait i don't i yeah i do have that on me yeah you're allowed to carry sort of small small weapons then yeah i'm gonna <laughs> draw my bow and not an arrow but you fathered our uh, unique case as uh high security <laughs> nothing nothing is small all right so you are you wanting to hide yeah you give me a stealth check 21 yep, all right so you just duck under the table uh, vanishing, like, Father and Sierra, you guys don't even see, like, Fox is there one minute, and then you glance around and see the undead appearing, and you look back, Fox is gone. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just, uh, very typical. Alright. Uh, Fuck, is that gone? <laughs> <laughs> Father, this is the Fox. Sierra. Ah. Uh, kind of like... 
yell out to Lilith, I suppose, like, but wh why, why are you doing, what's this going to achieve? Yep. <laughs> At the same time, next she will reply to you. Uh, Maybe get off the chair. Yeah. We'll stand on top of it, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's simply a matter of clearing house. I don't know why I've ever said that. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? You want to... Uh, uh... Not right now. Alrighty. Lilith is going to just move up onto the stage and begin just observing the situation. Jem! Jem is gonna stand up and scream and sort of, in one movement, push Lord Byron towards the zombie. <laughs> and, in, and in the same movement, she's gonna like, send an Eldritch Blast really stealthily I'd say, towards um, Lord Crichton, if I can. <laughs> alrighty. Um, you can you can either try and actively push Shelly into the zombies, or you can set off the Eldritch Blast. It's not, it's not like an act, it's just like more of like a, like a, a cover swing. up what she's doing. Yeah, okay, make me a slight of hand check. Okay. 21. Okay, anyone with a higher passive perception than 21? Uh, I'll be very impressed, personally. <laughs> not, not even Nettle did. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Gem, make an attack roll. <laughs> Twenty-four. That will hit, for, for sure. <laughs> well, that's not a d10, that's a d100. <laughs> Six points of damage. So, metal, not metal. <laughs> 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 Wrong start. Backlight, you see as like these undead start to <laughs> bring back uncomfortable memories to your journey here. You see Lord Crater start to stand. What is Brock? And hit him in the side. He's stuck back in the chair. <sighs> Points at Lilith. You bitch. And she just looks bemused. <laughs> yeah. He sort of screams at you as much as his voice is. Raspy voice allows. Uh, Gem, anything else you want to do? You have bonus action and your movement. Um. No, I'm good for now. Father, I'm just gonna stand up, ignoring my chair as I knock it over, look down at the dwarf who I am I'm protecting, whose name I've forgotten, and just say, run or fight! You know my vote. Uh, <laughs> Felix like, looks at the sheer amount of like things between you and the door. I think we can stand to fight. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, and I am going to see where I am. <laughs> Charge sure. towards the nearest zombie yeah. and take a swing at it with my great axe. Go for it. That is an 18 to hit. Will definitely hit. Zombies have a fun fact for you all because zombies have an AC of 8. <laughs> Excellent. That is not high. And I didn't manage to hit one three yeah. times. <laughs> oh, that is uh, that is damage of fifteen. Fifteen points damage. You bring the I think uh, a great axe you've got or a great axe. Yes, you just swing it off both hands and just carve it down. You slice off uh, from like there through. You feel the axe break through the clavicle and cut deep down into where it lodges in the hip, and you 
kind of half the zombie just sloths off of the side, landing on the ground. <laughs> still coming toward you. Uh, and for my bonus action, I would like to rage. Yeah, I just let out a very cow-like roar. Just. <laughs> All right, magpie. Okay, um, you cut out slightly when you said it, but I'm assuming Ferris said, get me out of here. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, shit. Right, everything about body Magpie's body language screams panic right now. <laughs> everything. Um, I'm going to look around for anything I can use as a weapon, because I have none. Yeah, cutlery on the table, enough that would uh, be able to fashion as a simple dagger. Okay. Guess I'm taking a knife. <laughs> What have you got there, Magpie? <laughs> no, no, no! Um, I'm not entirely sure what to do. Sorry. All right, you like basically, if you want to start moving, he will move with you. Yeah, well, uh, I think he'll probably case, grab like, his arm. Yeah, so yeah. Like, you know how if you grapple someone, you have to move a half movement. Yeah, that's fine. Be, yeah, in that case. I mean, he, I assume he's moving at half movement anyway. He's slow. You know, it's fast. I'm just gonna get up grab him and I guess start moving towards the door as best I can yeah, sorry up. I keep looking in the wrong place for my character sheet <laughs> if you want to move like if you're going to use your action to dash you can go for 30 feet so you could get to like around here sure let's do that drag him along with you yep you can't see it through the mask but he is scowling <laughs> <laughs> uh, now the undead turn we will start with the um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with the one that is up with Farben. Uh, that is a 11 to hit. I don't think it hits. No, yeah, really, if you were a barbarian with 11 AC, I'd cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, AC of 15. Yeah, so it tries to like, swing this remaining arm at you and you just bat it aside with the great axe and ready yourself. The other one, it just... Around <sighs> uh, the rest of the chamber the only one of note is for the rest of you as these will sort of start moving in is going to be uh, Jem as you sort of like have half pushed um, Lord Byron and he has in his own misguided sense thought to try and be in a, a, a masculine protecting position has like placed up interceding between you and one of the undead as it and goes to just slam into him with his arm. Uh, and miraculously, Byron seems to show some shred of competence and is able to be holding this undead off. Uh, rather natural one. Um, uh, I, I have it! Don't worry! Uh, get yourself to safety, my lady! <laughs> But you do see that like other undead start to move in and just you hear shouts and cries as various nobles who are left currently without guard protection are just dropping like flies. You tell me they don't get back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. no, no, no. That would be bad. Oh, no. oh yeah. Back to the top of the round, Fox Ripley. He's under a table, folks. <laughs> um, oh, you're pretty comfortable that you're hidden? I rolled pretty good. Uh, I'd like to knock an arrow and... Can I hold an action in case a zombie looks under the table? 
It's, yeah, basically, if you feel like one's going to come and attack you, then you can go, ah! uh, Bear in mind that with rage attack, you'll be at disadvantage if they're within five feet of you. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Finn managed. Yeah. Table's good. I like it under the table. Okay. <laughs> Sierra. Is, does Lilith seem to be, like, directly in control of the zombies? Like, is she concentrating on it? Uh, you can make an arcana check to see if she is concentrating on any. That will be your action to try and, like, sort of discern her. Sure. Arcana? Yeah. 16. Looking at her, she just seems very relaxed and just seems to be observing. She doesn't, it doesn't appear to be directing or sort of controlling anything in current. Ah. Uh-huh. Just acting of their own volition. So your action, you have the bonus action and movement still, if you wish. Is there anyone that seems to be in need of protection from a zombie? Um. Currently, Farthen is the sort of is the only like person you've interacted with who is engaged with one currently. Um, there's the guard that's next to you that's currently engaged with one uh, and seems to be having a difficult time. Alright, just gonna move on over to sort of at least engage with it and help. Mm-hmm. Air quotes because I can't actually do that right now. Yep. This time, she's going to just sort of keep moving towards the end here. Um, and just sort of seems to be looking around, admiring the scene, um, not reacting to anything too strongly. Jemima. Uh, so Jem is going to notice that Magpie and, and Creighton have moved directly past her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's just going to move over here uh-huh. and like address Magpie directly and be like, you look like you could use some help. And she's just gonna like put an arm underneath Crichton and stab him. Like she's gonna like. Coming from like Magpie from the right hand side where Magpie is. Yeah, so like and... so that he can't see what I'm doing, but like like I'm helping, but I'm I'm, I'm just gonna stab yeah, him. Yeah, try and mask it. It's like you're like offering a helping hand to like yeah. carry him. And I'm I'm gonna use my bonus action to do it twice. Okay, make, uh, don't be stealthy about it, make me a slight hand check. Okay. Damn, alright, do not be rude to Jem, got it. <laughs> don't fuck with uh, Jem. Cool. I'll say, due to bonus action, you will have to have two weapons equipped. I uh, do you would, currently you would be able have... To have. You would be able to have, like, a hand on Magpie. Um, oh, I don't think I don't think any of my hands are like on Magpie. I think I like just got his attention and then. Okay, so you basically like be like, oh, I'm just you know like sort of putting my hand under his like armpit. Yeah, let help me him. help you they lift him knives. up a little bit and he's just gonna like. <laughs> yeah. So uh, first attack. So my sleight of hand was seventeen. That is uh, an eighteen and a natural twenty. Uh, so eighteen plus five is a. I, I can't math. Twenty three and a natural twenty. So twenty five to hit. So, I would I would bother with the damage rolls. Um, as Jem, uh, you sort of come up behind this uh, masked figure. As uh, Magpie, you hear a voice behind you offering you help. As this woman that you've noticed before seems very kind and courteous, offers a hand to uh, or both hands to help carry Lord Creighton. And there is a mild protestation from your lord that is sort of. <gasps> just falls limp. I think the shark might have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the two buddy face I'm holding. 
<laughs> my woman touched him and he died. <laughs> Obviously, but like, <laughs> she does tend to have that effect on people. Magpie, you can react that on your turn. Father, you're gonna hit it again. Whack! Eight to hit. Does actually yeah, hit. If I get that, that'll. Yeah. Excellent. Good. <laughs> That's also sixteen damage. Fabulous. You sort of, as you deflect this one, uh, like clumsy swipe down dead, you bat his hand away cutting off the hand in the process and swing round and <laughs> drive your axe down into its skull and it's down um, I am going to move I'm oh. going to run past and uh, hang on that's 5, 10, 15, 20 yeah literally run there and can I no dash is an action itself so no Oh, wait, hang on a second. Hammering forms. Could I immediately, after you've hit a creature with a melee attack, on the action of your turn, you can use a bonus action to attempt to shove... Oh, that target with the forms. Okay, never mind then. Sorry. All right. Never mind. You start to feel your tattoos burn as Lord Creighton is bleeding out. Shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's... Yeah, he swore. I'm going, okay. Um... <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just gonna straight up cast healing word, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. Sorry. I have not really played the cleric before, so. <laughs> oh, man. I rolled a one on my d4. Um. <laughs> plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which I don't know where I put that. Okay, what's your wisdom? 17. Okay. Um, so four points of healing. He's better off than before he was stabbed. Hey. Did you look at that? Uh, (laughs) The wonders of modern medicine. Move faster, you! I ingrate! He spits at you. What happened? (laughs) Get me out of here now! I will keep running. Right. Um, yeah, I can only to, go What's the because... bonus action to do healing work? Yeah, but I can't bonus action dash. No, but you can action dash. You've oh. got bonus action dash regardless. Cause... I get confused. Yeah, okay, you right, I can yeah. go 30 feet. Bye, Jem. Thanks for trying. Please <laughs> 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 don't make me stab you too. <laughs> I have no idea what happened, so... Yeah. <laughs> and, like, given that Crate is wearing red, it's quite difficult to tell. <laughs> Those gems, there's a, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Alrighty. Zambies! Zambies is going to try and finish off the guard that it's going for. Um, Jesus Christ, that's another natural one. It's an ineffectual zombies. Um, it's what you're fighting are. This one's gonna move down to here. This one's gonna move up to here. That one's gonna eat that guy. No, uh, not that guy. Okay, right. <laughs> not that dude who we knew oh, and loved. Uh, let's see how Lord Shelley does. <laughs> Can I just say, I love 
Byron, and I will be very upset if he dies. Don't worry, zombie rolled a two, so Byron's still around. <laughs> Byron's doing so good! <laughs> so proud. Uh, <laughs> Byron will get an uh, attack back in response, and he manages to finally sort of, like, push the zombie off and draws a elegant rapier from his side. Mm-hmm. And hits! Go, Lord Byron, go! That's five damage! <laughs> yes, Ellie! Get back here, fiend! <laughs> Such a drama queen. Oh my god! Lord Byron, what do you expect? Uh, Alright, that's the order. Foxhall uh, Ripley. Okay, I'm gonna peek out from the tablecloth that I assume is there and assess the situation. Uh, Alright, assessing the situation. Uh, the like immediate zombie threat around you is gone because uh, thanks to Farthen and you are currently, you have a decent wall of people between you and the next closest one. Okay, dope. Um, none of the others around the room look like they're not being taken care of. It seems like the any like nobles except for apparently Lord Byron who is uh, doing quite handy um, it's his, his youth and uh, need to impress the lady uh, helping uh, but the a lot of the nobles are dropping like flies currently. The guard are able to currently hold pretty well, but the undead seem to keep getting back up one after blows that should have taken oh. them down. Can use my action to take a shot at one of the ones across the hall, possibly? That one? That one seems possible to reach me. Yeah. You are hidden, so you don't have advantage. Thank god for advantage. That's um, a 21 to hit. Full hit. Roll damage plus sneak attack. Excellent. Five, seven, that's ten damage. Ten points of damage. <laughs> and it's like, uh, guards definitely has the uh, spear up, but it's kind of wrestling with the undead, and this arrow just goes through its throat, just uh, does not seem to at all register. The... Can, I use... Can I use my bonus action to hide again, just in case? <laughs> oh fuck! I would like to do a heck of a Uh, it is a nineteen. Right. Uh, Heidi wants more. Uh, Sierra. Hello. Uh, I don't have any offensive spells, so. Uh, hand axe comes out. Just smack this guy or go for an ankle or something. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'll your ankles off! Well, you know, chop it off. Uh, 18 to hit. Cheap foul hit. Uh, oh. Plus strength? Hand yes. axes? Seven damage. Seven. Seven. You hack into the back of it. it You hack into its knee from the front and you hear a crunch as the kneecap shatters, but it it limps slightly but still keeps going. Uh, Damn. Uh, Oh, I forgot. Add initiative to count 20. Um, Actually, before Sierra's turn. You, those who's got a passive perception of fifteen, 
or higher. I have 15. Uh, passive perception, I have 13, yeah. so no. Okay, so you, uh, Magpie, the only one who hears this initially, you hear just a faint, flat, like, fluttering sound as there's then a tremendous crash as the rose window at the far end of the hall shatters as a dozen, two dozen, maybe more bats swarm into the round. You see as you glance around and see rose window shattering, the shards fall down onto the luminogs below and just and both of them drop slumped against the table as these bats are just <laughs> they're not my problem nope. <laughs> that Lilith uh, nobody wept that day <laughs> Lilith pops down there so it's CCU magpie make the curt nod um, oh, hell. she sort of looks at you for a moment with a consideration and what's your passive insight? Passive insight 13. 13. You get a feeling almost like you're being appraised in that moment. As she continues moving um, and heads up the stairs up onto the balcony. Okay. The exit is here, if that was not clear. Is it possible for me on my turn to have yelled, come on, to Jen? Because obviously yes. I don't know what happened. And... Of, of course. <laughs> uh, Jemima. leave a helpless lady behind. No, it's not that. He's just like, come on, we're stronger together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I had to find one before and it's not go well. <laughs> All right, Jemima. Uh, cool. In that case, then, okay, so I can catch up. Uh, you just lose my regular movement. I'm just gonna do that. Um, <laughs> she's just gonna do the exact same thing again. She's just gonna like try and help the Gary Green right. just stab him twice. Make make an attack roll. Um, uh, I'll say yeah. Make a slide hand attack. Yeah, I was gonna be like, do you want me to do slide hand attack? Uh, 18. That'll hit. No, that'll, yeah, that'll beat passive perception. Nobody sees me being sneaky. Great. Basically, like, you've got, like, just full-on hidden blade at this point, just with, uh, like, kick. Uh, okay. Uh, so one of those was a 7 to hit. Uh, the other one was a 21. Okay. The 7, because it misses, you go and you seem to hit, uh, Great seems to be wearing some form of ceremonial armor. And as you sort of try and stab into it, it hits into this armor as they pierce through it. And he <clears throat> as and just locks icon think icon it with you. And there seems to be a moment of realization. Yes! As you then send the other one in. <clears throat> uh, roll damage. Uh, Not again! <laughs> Seven points of damage. You basically just have to quickly stab him in the chest. 
or like in the like, sort of uh, a more frontal attack. If we're going with the fact that she's got like some kind of hidden blade thing going, she probably like puts a hand like she's trying to steady yeah. him and just like, like, have, like just a very a long, almost like a meat skewer essentially kind of blade that is just like very like easily to conceal in a sleeve and then yeah. just <laughs> magpie you would have heard his like you before the hand and yeah given that uh you missed that first attack yeah there is yep. definitely a, yeah a, a clarity um of what has happened uh but first father woo when is my turn um <laughs> you got a smash yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going to use my great axe to whack the uh, zombie in front of my... All right, me. That is about 20. That's 26. Oh, hell yeah. 26, that will hit. Um, um, so what's your damage dice? Uh, 2d12 plus 4. No, it's plus 6 because I get plus 2 so, like, with... Okay, yeah, the... Is it 2d12 or just 1d12 for the damage dice? Oh, no, it's 1d12. Yeah. It's already added the yeah, second one, sorry. Yeah, so... Uh, do you like how I do crit rolls at the max crit rolls? So roll 1d12, and then you add Fair 12. Enough. That's 10. Plus 12 is 22. Is. Uh, 22 plus 6. 28. Uh, it's 28, 28 damage. Just going to check the undead fortitude. Yeah, no, that uh, zombie's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you just again, like, you bisect this one. Uh, swinging the axe round, like, over Sierra's head and driving it into the wall uh, where it just <laughs> drops into halves over the halves. You actually then have to <laughs> pull out of the stonework. Excellent. Um, I'm going to move forwards one step, and as a bonus action, could I just essentially pick up Sierra and, like, put her on my back? You could do, like, a kind of uh, like Rocket and Groot-style thing where you just, like, extend that exactly. arm down for her to climb and she can climb up. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yep. This is a, a duo that I've always wanted. They're just like battle barb bard. <laughs> Watch my back. Alrighty. I'm doing it. I cut. Creighton falls down. There is you on your tattoos. You feel that burning again. These white tendrils begin to snake along your veins as this burning intensifies through your body. Yeah, this time he cries out in pain and then just looks over to Jeff. What are you doing? <laughs> My job, it's not personal. <laughs> and then he heals um heals Creighton again. I have blue spell slots, you guys. These are meant to be for you. Okay, that's a four. That's so... good. It's the perfect time to stab a random dude. Uh, yeah, so four plus... What was it? Three. Three, Three. Three. yeah. So... Doing a little bit better. He's like nearly a back of max health. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> In. Um, do you want to move back, bro? I do, yes. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just trying to find the right tab. I've bought up like loads of tabs full of spells and things, and now I'm lost. I'm going to actually move 25 feet and mm-hmm. put Creighton in front okay. of me to put myself between him and Jem. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the burning subside, you know, catch breath and just start pushing Creighton 
and because it is uh it's forced movement basically on like your part for yeah pulling it along so gem you can't make an opportunity attack against creighton you can make one against magpie oh i'm gonna <laughs> oh god that's uh, one into party conflict <laughs> Ah. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use an Eldritch Blast because why the hell not? You cannot. Oh, can't I? Can I just nope. stab? Yeah, you can only stab because you don't have the right. I can stab. That's fine. Fifteen to hit? No. <laughs> I have sixteen armor. Okay. Magpie <laughs> may hate the uh, outfit he's got on at like, points, but but dang, <laughs> it's it's effective. Alrighty. Yeah, you actually just uh, narrowly feel like you're, the front of the tunic gets cut slightly, revealing the uh, sort of mail underneath. Uh, but you're able to push Crane forward. <sighs> He's just looking uh, far. He begins to sort of like shout, Ass- Assassin! Assassin! Gods! Pointing at Jem. I think they're a little busy. Yeah, they're a bit busy. <laughs> We're a little busy at the moment! <laughs> uh, it's that time again. Let's see how Lord Shelley Byron does versus the zombie. Come on, Shelley! It's Yay! a big part of the I'm, show! I'm like, I love the idea that he's still trying to protect Gem and is so intense about it, he's completely not noticed that Gem's running in the opposite direction. And trying to murder a dude. Yeah. I saw that face. Shelley's either dead or he's killed a zombie. Uh, so, Gem, if you are like running off with um, after Creighton and Magpie. Uh, Byron, for a split second, turns, sees your god, like, what? As he turns, ah! spikes down on his neck, and he goes down. That's no, only going to 20. Shelly, no! Such a pity, I really did like that one. Fifth guard. Fifth guard. guard. Another natural. 20, that guard down. Guards at the entrance are holding out though, and they get the the torch to the zombie. Good on them. Uh, One gets even hit in on that one. Alrighty. Um, Box Berkeley. Gonna poke out again, have a look around, see the carnage. Take another shot at this one. Yep. They have, yeah, you get your sneak attack and you get advantage because you're attacking oh, from him. His table. I love it. <laughs> that is 14. Yep. Excellent. 14. I like to imagine that when he starts moving across the room, he takes the table with him. It's a circular table, so you could just like put it on the side and start rolling it. Fox found his shield. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not really going to lie. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was really tempted to like kick the table into a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if zombie <laughs> goes down, your arrow piercing through its ear. I'm gonna really hide. Yep, make stealth check. I just have the only notes I've taken so far for this session are just fox stealth checks. <laughs> That's less good than before. That is, uh, 13. 13. Some people are gonna start- people can see you now. Not the zombies, but some people. Oh no. Uh, Sierra. Um, I have an arm offered down to you by this, uh, monitor. Suppose clamber up. <laughs> Alrighty. 
Um, yeah, a little, little shrug and clamber. You kind of now no longer go like move on your turn, but you yes. will move. Right. Uh, sort of jump off whenever. Yeah. As I'm going, I'm just like, maybe we should chase after her and point wherever Lilith has gone to. Got it! Yeah, she left her on the balcony. The balcony. Balcony. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Lilith's turn. Um, you will step out to the doors, and you see her, like, survey. Sees you, Magpie, and Lord Lycrain starting to stumble up the stairs, sees Gem. Now, like, a bit less, I imagine, keeping up a facade, and more just focused. Mm-hmm. Killer blood dripping down your hands, just moving towards them. Sees the group up the top left, um, nods to herself and then steps out through the doors. Fast can you move, mate? Uh, 30 feet. It's more than me. Jemima Linden. I'm gonna uh, move up uh, and just start uh, attacking Magpie directly now. Alright. In my uh, way. Daggers? Uh, yeah, we're gonna dagger twice, why not? Dagger, dagger, dagger! Just the toy. Uh, fuck being stealthy, we're just gonna hit you. Uh, that is a 24 and a 20 not natural to hit. You know, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> Don't kill your cleric. <laughs> not my cleric yet, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> not my, my cleric. cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is a uh, eleven points of damage total. Mhm. <laughs> You're right, Not looking great. <laughs> I'll give you that. Oh. <laughs> ah. All right. Pardon. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Pardon's gonna turn around and just yell at Felix and just get behind me. Right, you know, like, <laughs> drop behind you. He's got, like, a, 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 a very, like, well-embossed and engraved cookery knife uh, in one hand. How, how big Excellent. is the dwarf? Uh, like, four foot and a half. He's fairly tall for a dwarf. Okay, I think I'm gonna dash and charge that, uh, the zombie over here. Uh, so I'm gonna use my dash. Mm-hmm. Which also means, as a bonus action, I can um, goring Swipe rush. Him, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you are on the back of this uh, your mm-hmm. new minotaur friend, as he just goes, he's like, "Hey, go! I should go after her!" So, mm. And then just starts charging at the next zombie and just tilts his head down <laughs> you on his back. See, so just the horns like pointing down towards the zombie. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, tilt, I tilt my head slightly to try and like get both of them at the same time. Uh, you can make one melee attack with your horns as a bonus action. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna make a horn, horn attack against that guy. On him. And that is a nine to hit. Yeah. Thank God Zombie. for that really shitty AC. Zombies <laughs> are like the best thing for when your like dice aren't behaving because no matter what, like the chance of you missing are very low. Uh, that's seven damage. Seven damage. 
<laughs> Does it have to make a check or anything against anything else, or...? Cool. You like gore and you hear uh, ribs snap and crack as you pull the your head back. Sierra, you notice there's just some fetid intestines now wrapped around uh, Fathom's horns. Yeah. All right. Okay. Gonna, <laughs> just gonna get that for you. Like <laughs> all. <laughs> right. Okay. So if you can see Magpie's eyes at all through the mask. He pauses for a moment and looks like he's kind of calculating something and does the tiniest nod to himself and then casts kill wounds on himself. Yeah, so like, does it like the hand like yeah. here and it's sure. just yeah. smoke yeah. starts to billow out from the mask. You see as well just the like wound across the neck. Faint traces of smoke are peering through there. So that was an action, so he's going to move some. Mm-hmm. But this time... He can move 15 feet. Yeah. This time he's keeping Creighton between him and Jem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Smart boy. <laughs> Magpie knows what he's about. <laughs> he's fucked either way. Yeah, that guy's dead. Oh, like, at this point, Fox has just been left behind. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, oh, he's still under the table, like, this is fine. I mean, Fun's just assumed he died, because he just disappeared. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess he died. just... Just passed on himself. Well, okay. Oh, man. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right. Father, right. uh, the one that you gored is going to try and attack you back. Oh, no. Ray. 19. Yeah, that hits. Pretty cool. So that felt good about that. So I can't have to go no now. Uh, <laughs> five damage. Halved because oh, you're Ray. No. Uh, oh. You take two points of damage. And yeah, oh, oh. These two are just going to keep feasting on the nobles because easy pickings. Yeah. They, the nobles are, they seem to be more of the uh, fire and ilk, these two down here, and imagine to keep these nobles at bay. This guard, upon hearing the cries from Lord Creighton and seeing the bloody-handed woman advancing, it is going to whoop and hold the spear out to you, Jeremiah. Uh, Stop! And he's like readying uh, himself. Fox Ripley, <laughs> under your table, and everyone is gone. <laughs> I don't even everyone know how that guard left. died. There wasn't a zombie there. You <laughs> didn't die. One second there was loads of people around me, and now there's fuck all. <laughs> what <the fuck> happened? <laughs> we dealt with the situation. Oh, it's so fuck up on the table. It's just everyone is gone. <laughs> just. Oh, oh no! I'm home alone! <laughs> I guess I'll move to the next table left. alone. Yeah. <laughs> table. Just... table. I leave this table and try and hide under the next one? Yeah. Make a, make a stealth check. Gosh, yeah, you were way higher up. I'm on a plane somewhere just going, <gasps> Ripley! <laughs> <laughs> 14. <laughs> 14. Getting worse. I know that's slightly better than the last one. That's slightly better. Yeah. Uh, I can uh, hide from my bonus action so I yeah, can, can I take action. another shot at a zombie. 
So you can basically, you can, if you want to do that, you'd have to do it before you, like, uh, if you want yeah. to stay hidden, you want to do it before you hide. Can I do that? Yep, yeah, I'll, I'll say so. Good, you know, still early days of you playing a rogue. <laughs> am I wrong? Like fuck you, I won't shoot as am I? Am I wrong? It, yeah, you're, you're when was the first time you did a lockpicking check, Rowan? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. That's that's not my fault. No, it is not. <laughs> Can I say he did it like as he ran? Yeah. And then like just dive and slide under a table. Legolas motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a twenty-three. I think on a dinner platter. Yeah, which one are you shooting? This lad. Cool. Yeah, 23. Uh, no sneak attack, I'm guessing. Because uh, you were hidden before. They have a path protection of 8, you're still hidden from them, so and you had you would have had advantage on the attack, so yeah, oh, sneak attack. Fabulous. And you technically, depending on your opinion of the guards, have an ally within 5 feet. That's true. I don't have anything for or against the guards. Okay, we'll that's 11. Good hit as it sinks deep into the sternum. Alright, Sierra. Shit, um... I don't know what to do, because I'm just on top of a minotaur. <laughs> I'm on top of this minotaur! <laughs> <laughs> I can't do much to help. Um, how tall are the zombies is actually a very uh, good question. I'd say, I'd say, like, from on top of Felix, you would still be able to attack one that's within... Right, just like dangling off the shoulder. Yeah, like they're all like they all seem to be human. Uh, looking at them, I'm a halfling. Yeah, halfling like. Uh, that's ten. Or well, here, it's a zombie. Five oh, damage. Five damage. Are you taking the one in front of uh, uh the other one or the one to boy. Uh-huh. Let me get the map. Um, well, since I'm, like, hanging off that way, I'll go for the one by here. Yep. Five ones dash that one. Jemima. How much of a threat does this guard appear to be? They have a spear pointed directly at you, and seem to be ready to use it. Oh, fine. Um, I will, uh, use an Eldritch Blast on the guard. Okay, you'll have to dislodge because they're within five feet. Yeah, that's uh, And as you go to attack it, it's ready to action's gonna go off and it's gonna attack you. 15. Miss. Uh, yeah. But it's enough to throw off the guard's attack, and their attack misses you in turn. Um, you are sort of parrying and blasting at each other, but not able to land a hit. <sighs> um, can I get past him? Uh, you if I can. do that, he'll get an opportunity attack. Well, only if you leave his threatened space, which is in oh. like a five foot square like around him. Oh, in which case I can get within five feet of Creighton, so I'm just gonna yep. do that. Father. Woo! Um. I mean, I'm gonna whack the one in front of me. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm gonna hit it with my great axe. Do 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 do. Quick. Just love you got a great axe. I got a teeny hand axe. <laughs> Sixteen to hit. That definitely hits. Hit, yeah. Let's see what the damage is. Nice. And that is thirteen damage. 13 plus damage or it is still holding on but you're like actually cleaving bits off of it. Why won't you die again? <laughs> Magpie. Cool. I'm gonna 
keep fucking running. Let's go. Dragging so, Crane with you? Uh, yeah, I am. He's still just behind me though, so uh, I can actually get off the map this turn. So, so. You've, got, you've got to go up the stairs. Oh, you got it. Oh, I shouldn't have moved this far. I didn't realize that. I'm a fool. Okay. Cool. We well, get to the balcony with your. Yep. Uh, I'll do that match. then. Uh, and sadly, neither of you will have broke attack opportunity. Okay. You actually get away from Jem. Yep. Um, For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> the smoke is still like pouring from your mask currently. Zombies. Sorry. Oh, just having completely different experiences right now. It was um, for you. Just how like the first like proper group conversation goes. So how did everyone find the party? <laughs> Zombie turn. First one I forget this guard up here. The top will hit. And the zombie's gonna slam on but will miss. Uh, this zombie's gonna go down, take out one of these nobles. And this zombie is also gonna try and leave that noble. And this zombie is gonna eat that these nobles. This one's still going. Um, and the one that is in front of you, Father, is gonna make one more last slam at you, but we'll roll a two. And, and we'll not manage it. Cast out the one bomb. And the guards in response. This is the watch Josh play with action figures. Good <laughs> <laughs> evening. We're having fun. It's just such a solid thud every time you roll that dice. <laughs> it um, is such a thud. Oh yeah, that one's dead. <laughs> Guard got in that. 20. Oh no, I tipped the pumpy off the initiative order. That one will hit and deal 5 damage to that one. And... Another natural 20. 12 damage to that one. And down the bottom. You keep doing this to yourself. I do. I always in Strahd as well. I never learn. <laughs> the tantalizing thought of so many zombies just overpowers <laughs> anything. I should have I should have made a fucking skill challenge, I'm an idiot. It just makes them go like full feral. <laughs> like just erases all DM knowledge. But what if a lot of zombies? <laughs> Alright, Fox Ripley. <laughs> Many <laughs> Poke my head out and I'm gonna take a shot at this one. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know, because everyone's like moved past you and you keep like hiding the thing, like everyone kind of like, caught a faint glimpse of you, but there's only like kind of seen like a flash of red hair. <laughs> oh wow, that was a 24. That will hit. <laughs> Six. Oh, nine. Was that, was that a 19? That was a 19, I got, yes. Nine points of damage? Nine points of damage. Is that attacking the sneak attack? That is counting sneak attack. Harry, you just see, like, the uh, one that you swung down hit with the hatchet, suddenly an arrow just <gasps> slips into its shoulder. <sighs> I would so... like to rehide. <laughs> the flash of red hair is <laughs> ducked back down. Roll a, roll a Thank check. you, random table. <laughs> <laughs> the table is helping us. Oh, that was bad. 
Oh, oh, what? Did you I was hear? a nine. What? <laughs> My costume is like twelve, so it was a nine. Everyone sees me. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're not you were just like crouched behind a chair now. I'm still pretending the table helped. <laughs> oh, wherever did he go? The zombies can't see me, right? No, you are still <laughs> hidden from the zombies. Just, um, Sierra, it's your turn. God, we get, we actually get through initiative quickly. All right, terrifying. Crazy. Um, yep. And some repeat. And that's, that's like, it's over ten, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, my number is getting lower every time. That's four damage. Four. They're falling off like all over the place. There's that uh, hand just slowly crawling across the floor that got attached by your hatchet blow. Uh, but it's still standing. Just edge, um, yeah, like, I really think we should uh, go after her. Essa, can I share what you just asked me? <laughs> yeah, you can. So Essa's like, how high is the like balcony thing? I was like, oh, it's about 15 feet. I was like, okay, how high can Gem jump? All right, what's your, what's your strength score? Minus two, you can jump one foot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I can make this journey shorter and way more cool. No, I can't. I won't take this step. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Theoretically, I think I could bolt off of farther enough there, though, if I wanted to. Eventually, gotta we... get a bit closer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Closer, you know. Sorry, there are zombies in the way. Also, he's very, very battle happy. <laughs> this is like the best way the dinner goes for uh, I mean, yeah, only he was bored out of his mind. <laughs> uh, Jam, what you doing? Uh, okay, I am going to. Yeah, I'm gonna move. Okay, the guard will take an opportunity and you, you go. That's fine, I'm gonna move up here. 17 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. You take... Six. Dress to the lack of armor. Uh, it takes six points of piercing damage. Okay. The spear cuts across your leg as you run upstairs. Yeah, so she's gonna get down and she's gonna, uh... We're gonna, we're gonna throw, throw both of my daggers at, um... Magpie. Me? Oh, shit. <laughs> he's drawing an orange. She's not an idiot, so she does know that if she just keeps killing the other dude, you will just keep healing him. It's bold of you to assume I'm not out of spell faults now. She's playing the strings of the yo-yo. <laughs> it's much easier to kill the dude if you first of all kill the person that's healing you. Yeah, alright, make your, make your attacks gem. Watch well, gem never get healed. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, I just, all right. Right. I am. It's alright. I got a uh, healing uh, heal wounds. 19 and um, 23. Ooh, yes. They both hit. 14 points of damage. Good thing you got to level 2. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Down he goes! I will leave, I will open this to the floor. Do I wait until you're in Barovia to start using the injury tables? 
No, start right now. Well, why <laughs> would you? Alright, roll me a constitution saving throw, please. No. <laughs> oh, do I even have Maniacal. I feel like, yeah, Magpie actually does for once, which is nice. Oh, but that's okay, because I rolled a six. So that's, um, eight. Uh, so, let me just get my one note up. You roll me a d20 for me, please. Yeah, I can. Seven. Seven. Okay, you're still on the you're on the minor injury part of uh, the table. Yeah, you're not going to be losing anything. Seven. Uh, oh, fun. Um, so these two daggers throw them in, and one the one that like knocks you down pierces straight into your ribs, mm-hmm. and you feel as you go down and you fall, you land on the dagger, and you feel just before you pass out, ribs crack uh, underneath you. You currently have broken ribs. Cool. Um, oh, so sorry. I will PM you what that means. Cool. Jen's not, but I really am. I've <laughs> <laughs> never played a character that hated people this much before. Like, injury tables may be subject to tweaks during live play, as I'm like, hmm, no, that's too mean. Um, actually, I think that, that DC might come down as well, Nick. Um, okay. That is high. Um, all right. Magpie's down. Uh, Father. Take, take your wildest guess. Uh, <laughs> sing them a song. <laughs> I would like to sing them a song. Oh, you're right! Uh, no, I'm going to whack it with my great axe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, 20, that's 21 to hit. Uh, she actually misses, weirdly. <laughs> I know! That's, that's so strange. That's 16 damage. Um, <laughs> so there's a rule. I'll tell you this: undead, like uh, zombies, have undead fortitude, which means uh, if a damage reduces zombies to zero hit points, it must make con save equal uh, with DC equal to five plus the damage taken. So let's see if it can make this twenty-one DC con save. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it rolled a natural one, so no. <laughs> it double died. If you bring the axe up and just cut it in half, like hot dog style. <laughs> Just peels in half. Okay, and then I am going to move. Yeah, there. Ready? Which is thirty feet, right? The Sierra will come with you. Oh no, that's thirty feet. Yeah, that's thirty feet. Okay, I'm going to move next to those guards. They are not guards. They are noblemen who are panicking. Ah, fuck him! Is Felix still? Is Felix coming? Wait! Wait for me! Alright. Magpie. Hello, it's me again. Yeah, I was gonna be like, I run out the door and then I remember to hit. Well, on my way out. Knowing my luck. There's a zombie in the way. Yeah, that's an eight. That's a fail. I know. Alrighty. Initiative. I bought an initiative. Uh, do zombies versus guards. Top right. That zombie will hit. Three damage against this guard. All these guards get to attack it in turn. First guard. Hit. Eight damage. Miss. And third guard. Hit. Or Zombie's still up. Port Nobleman. Guys, zombie left guard. 
Miss the guard. Guard hits the zombie. For seven damage, but it's still up. This one, who's been after Jem, is going to walk, like, run round and sort of looks at, like, uh, my pilot at you, like, or I imagine staring murderously towards Creighton. And holds up the spear and just ah! tries to shove it into you. For a 18 to hit. Yeah, I'll hit. There's five points of damage. Okay. Uh, just look at him and just go, don't you have bigger problems right now? This boy, he's still going. He's still alive. Can he kill a zombie? Let's find out. <laughs> I mean, it's two against one. Let's do stay great. Uh, guard a door. What zombie first? Miss. Miss. Guard. Miss. Hit. Six. Let me make a DC. Eleven. Passes. A couple one hit points. The guy skewers zombie through the bottom of the jaw. Goes out the back right, and then we just. Starts pulling itself down the spear towards this guard, who panics. Yeah, Jemima, as you feel like they don't have better things to do. My duty is to protect the nobility from the likes of you, assassin. Fox Ripley, your turn. If I shoot towards this guy, am I going to hit that noble? I don't want to hit that noble. Uh, no, you can, you can shoot. Okie doke. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, advantage, you are... Thank God for advantage. Oh, that was bad anyway. That, that, was, that was an eight. Eleven points of damage. Eleven. That's very hearty hit. Alrighty, anything else you want to do? Yeah, I want to run to the next table and hide again. <laughs> Fox Ripley's playing a cover shooter. Yeah. <laughs> sniper. Sniper, <laughs> no sniping. Stop. <laughs> crack me up. You're gonna laugh at me. That's an eight. You are no longer <laughs> hidden from the zombies. <gasps> no, Fox! What will you oh, do? Yara. <laughs> How, uh, how's, how's this noble dude faring against them? Uh, he seems to be, like, keeping, holding his own pretty well. The zombie's, like, looking a bit, uh, more disheveled than a zombie often does. Um, but, uh, it, it's, it's anyone's game at the moment between the two of them. <laughs> this is gonna sound really stupid, but I'm gonna cast dancing lights towards it and just try and distract the zombie with the lights. You yeah, know? Make, a, make a spell casting ability check. I'll figure out what that is. Plus, plus charisma. Yeah. Just charisma or is there like proficiency involved? Uh, yeah, so make a, make a spell attack. 20. 20. Yeah, so these lights start spinning around it. I'd say its next attack will be at disadvantage. Same Faster and faster and faster. And your action? Uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Alright. Jemima. 
I'm just going to Eldritch Blast the goddamn Lord because that's what I'm here to do. And I don't yeah, care about the yeah. stupid guard in front of me. Make attack pro. That is a natural 20. Okay. Uh -huh. You tanned for a... Uh... Yep. Grand total of 18 points of damage. You... And there is a sickening crunch as you hear the breastplate cave in and ribs crack and snap as he collapses to the ground. That guard that was standing in front of me that just told me it was his job to protect the nobles from the likes of me, I'm just going to turn back to him and just go, and you're doing such a great job. <laughs> Big talk from a level two warlock. <laughs> He's an arrogant bitch. Yeah. I just don't know what to do. Father, you. you're up. Are those stairs actually curly motherfuckers, or can I just run straight up them? They're curly, but you can, like, basically, because you're quite strong, you can probably pull yourself up. I, I can probably just vault them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, then. I am going to do a measure. There? Yeah, I think you need an athletics check. Um, if you want to run up there. I'm just along for the ride. Oh, if I, if I, yeah, if I go to there, I guess then. Yeah, we were, yeah. Basically, the DC is just set by like how high up you're trying to climb. Yeah, four foot's not high. I could just step over it. <laughs> Felix is just like, oh, I'll take the stairs. <laughs> yeah, if I go, if I go to there. Yeah. Do you want me to make it th athletics? Yeah, give me an athletics oh. check just to see if you can. I'm going to use your up your action or not. <laughs> I mean, my athletics is pretty good. That's 13 plus 6. 13 plus 2 yeah. yeah, you're able to get up without spending your action. Excellent. This is in the middle of an assassination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are able to get followed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you can see on the floor. Uh, uh, is the zombies got this guy? It's, it's the... <laughs> Is the Lord in front of me dead? Uh, you'd have to spend your action to find out. Or, well, is he on the floor anyway? He's on the floor, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna stamp on him. <gasps> yeah! Marvin, Marvin does not like Lords, and he just doesn't give any shits. If there's an old one on the floor, oh no, it got just stood on. keep walking, oh, and there's just a crunch of bristles yeah. underfoot as his head caves in. I you. Uh, <laughs> you're on top like oh, you like an arm strike <laughs> <laughs> no you like he just you smush like a oh. wall <laughs> oh. oops uh, Sierra uh, I don't know you thought it was uh, Max could I, could I could I use the rest of my movement or just you can, athletics uh, I'd say take a move to get you so you can action dash if you wanted sure fuck it I'll dash there's not much else I can do so yeah yeah where, where are the doors? Are the doors actually here, or are they on either side? Yeah, no, there's yeah, just yeah. one set of doors. Okay. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, I'm just going to run to the doors. Or run, okay. Essentially run to and through the doors. Cool. So if you get to the door, Sierra, along for the ride, um, you saw it stuff. As you throw them open, you see there is a large contingent of guards moving in from elsewhere in the villa who are now arriving onto the scene. Um, oh, bloody time! What? And they like point their spears at you. Stay where you are. No. Uh, magpie. 
as you are unconscious, you start to, you're like, the darkness of your vision begins to slowly turn to a shade of grey. The pitch black void turning to wisps of smoke around you. And then sort of lighten and turn into a fine mist. Spreads it around. Soon. Make your death saving throw. I'm sorry. I've <laughs> oh, got a one. Not a one. You so you still have another session again. Oh, um, Seriously. It's not the last time it's trod. <laughs> Start, start rolling that new character bud. <laughs> nah, I've got. I'm not gonna like. I will. I will say you're not gonna permadie session one. I would like. I, that I would fight you on that. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that to Nick again. Didn't really even make it to fucking Barovia. <laughs> uh, guards up top. That was a zombie. This is God. It kills this fucking zombie. It does it, but it has to. It still gets to make it save. I've got a nat twenty, so it's on one hit point. Second guard will try and finish it off. It will hit. It will do nine damage. The zombie fails. Zombie dies. And <laughs> um, we'll move up to here. And these two are going to move. One day we'll be able to have a friendship in Stravnik. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoy the fact that technically Jem's not met any of the party yet. Well, he, she's met um, Magpie. Yeah, that kind of thing. She's not having Magpie. Exchanged <laughs> 10 words. <laughs> most Hunt, of those are what <laughs> <laughs> It's not nice to the That's on the down. Um, and this guard is going to rush over to there. Uh, bottom zombies miss, miss guards, miss hit. That's not a fail. That one goes down. This one move up to here. That noble's kicking ass. Um, the one in front of you, Jen, seeing like what you've just done to Lord Crane and to uh, his servant, is gonna just whack you, like attack you with the spear. It was like full of fury. How much are they paying this guy? <laughs> uh, that is a eighteen. Yeah, that'll hit. And that is six points of damage. And I'm unconscious. You are. You are. You are knocked. It is the butt of the spear that like hits you right in the like temple. You go down. You are not on death saves, but you are uh, unconscious. And then Lord Felix is gonna move up here. We'll look at the mess that is Lord uh, Eleutherius, and he's gonna make a medicine check on that side. Oh. What a nice man! <laughs> and so Magpie, you are stabilized. Oh, thank you. I'm not gonna die. Missed. My, uh, 
once again form back into the darkness. You are still on zero hit points, but you are stable. Yeah. Uh, and you can just My feel opinion. this like, persistent burn, but like it's present and you know it's there, but it's not debilitating, except for the like searing pain in your ribs. That is, yeah. uh, you That's can feel pretty- that when you start to hit. Um, yeah, there's a persistent burn here, but it's not. It feels like just the base, the base pain from the tattoo, but not any worse. Um, we reach this point. The guards uh, start to file in. Like a large group of them will uh, keep spears trained on you, Farthen, if you are like looking like you're trying to do. It feels like Farthen, don't cause more of a scene, please. <laughs> you won't get your bonus if you. Fight the police. <laughs> Fucking fine. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the guards uh, are able to finish up the remaining undead. Uh, Fox, do you emerge? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really hit from anyone. <laughs> like the noble, like noble up on the left uh, near you. Be like, um, it's 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 safe to come out now. You can. It's okay. Thank you for your your help. <laughs> this ball's halfling. Emerge from the table. Sorry, you were talking about the pain, and I'm really worried I missed a sentence somewhere. I am still unconscious, aren't I? Still unconscious, yes. Good. Okay. But you can just cool. like, even like this still like fuke state, you can feel this. Yeah. Burn. Um. So yeah, the guards move in, clear out the remaining undead. We are out of initiative. Jem, you are unconscious, carted away to a cell, and <laughs> your weapons are taken from you. You are, as you are unconscious, you are unable to hide anything. Um, yeah, that's fair. To be fair, them. I think both of my weapons were buried in magpies. Yeah, so. <laughs> and, <laughs> now. Um, he's looking after them. The rest of you, like Jem, is carted off. Uh, the rest of you are. Uh, Requested is how they phrase it. it. You are ordered essentially to remain within the villa for questioning um, following the incident. Uh, do any of you try to avoid that? Yes. <laughs> Magpie, you don't have much of a choice given you are unconscious. <laughs> I'm least trying to convince the guards to go after uh, Lilith. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you like describe the woman like what they saw, uh, they did not see anyone leaving the hall. I mean, I I definitely saw her go out through them doors. We will we will look into it, uh, ma'am. Thank you for your uh, assistance. But yes, if uh, all please uh, follow me this way. Uh, Fox, if you want to sneak away, make me a stealth check. Okay. I am not meant to. 20 not now. <laughs> you just... <laughs> <laughs> like, walking by, you actually just like duck behind a uh, column, wait for everyone to move on, and then very quickly and silently make your way out of the Luminog Villa. Where would you like to head? Little Lantern. Yeah, so you make your way back to the Lantern. It is quiet. There are so you get a few odd looks as you very hurriedly make your way back in. Um, are you sort of wanting to stay here for the night, or...? Um, 
I'd like to sort of stay as long to sort of change back into my regular clothes out of the fancy clothes and then head home. Yeah, head <laughs> it's back the worst birthday ever. Great, <laughs> great campaign, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. It was lovely playing lovely with you. Fun, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a wrap, guys. No. Um, the rest of you who remain, uh, the two of you unconscious, are put in um, confinement, essentially. It's particularly uh, Magpie, given that you were very heavily involved in the uh, assassination of Lord uh, Eleutherius Creighton. Um, they have questions for you of the regard. They have, they do have eyewitnesses that you were mostly helping. Um, <laughs> uh, but they still want to question you. Sierra and Farthen, you guys are asked to stay in uh, two like, sort of separate but secure rooms. They have like uh, locks and bars on the windows. There is a comfortable bed and the like in here. I, I would really rather go and find um, my friends. I'm afraid that we can't uh, allow anyone out of our of the area currently. There is a lot, as I'm sure you're aware, that to be uh, through that. And given your comments about this woman who uh, caused the situation, uh, we need you to hand. I will. I'm sure you at the earliest opportunity. I will let your friends know where you are, and they will be able to come and see you. We will be able to see them when the opportunity arises. Is, is Sierra and Father in the same room? No, separate room. Be like on the same corridor, essentially. Mm. I mean, they gotta get her down from there first. No, <laughs> 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 um, Please get off the. <laughs> please remove yourself from the monitor. Yeah, uh, Sierra, do you depart from Father, or do you force them to let you guys be in the same room for the evening? Yeah, no, I'm not getting off. Hold <laughs> this time in her they post a guard in the room, but allow it. Like, I don't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like? They basically say that they will they uh, deal with the crime scene, so to speak, and then in the morning we'll be back to question um, and investigate the situation. Um, are there any okay. attempts on your guys' behalf? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna Probably. ask the guard that's in our room where Felix is. Uh, Lord Karasi is uh, busy tending to sensitive political matters given the situation. Um, Excellent. Where is that? <laughs> I believe he is uh, still on site, most likely in the offices somewhere. Cool. You see, I was hired to guard him. I can't do that from here. I assure so you that you, you, No, no, this, no. This, you can let me out so I can guard sir, him. Sir, sir, the situation is under control. Is it now? I don't believe you. I, I don't You're going to let me out so I can go and see him. Make, a, make an intimidation check. <laughs> Am I helping? <laughs> uh, make a make a charisma check for Milana to see if you are able to help. <laughs> Not funny. Then yeah, Nathan, roll advantage. Oh good, I get to roll advantage. This tiny half is like glaring. Oh, he, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's one well. better, but one better is better. That's uh, twenty not natural. Twenty. Uh, the guard will just like look up at you. 
collapses. I'm, I'm just as close as I can. Yeah. I'm guessing this guy is like against a wall and like yeah, leaning against. Like, wall. Just I'm like, just like it's just like someone in like early twenties. Like, uh, uh, um, like keys. Um, follow me. It just sort of like opens, unlocks the door, opens it, and just starts leading you. Uh, and so you eventually arrive at these offices, but you sort of wait outside for a second as uh, uh, someone goes in to fetch uh, Celix. You have to remember that. Ah, oh, I don't know what even happens, do you? Same yeah, you. keeping this friend with you then? Yeah, apparently, I live here now. It makes a five foot ornament. <laughs> Yeah, just, just yeah. Right, listen, we gotta stay like uh, we gotta stay in town that I can get us back to our uh, accommodation, if nothing else. Uh, is is this one with us now, or um, it, it, it's up to her? Uh, she mentioned some friends. Yeah, I really ought to go find them. Uh, just like the guards, like, I, I, I would just uh, we do the best. You, I, I, you, uh, I'm just trying to do my job. Take her. To her friends. <laughs> I know I paid for your temper, but God, it does happen. Um, <laughs> right, uh, who, who are your, uh, who are your friends, Nessie? Is it the band? Well, yeah. Wouldn't be playing with uh, Can you, can you please get her back to? Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the band left. They what? They. Um, well, they, they left pretty hurriedly. We've been um, looking into them as potential causes of tonight's incident. Um, no one's seen them since uh, the dinner started. Oh, yeah, because they weren't supposed to be having food. Well, no, no one's seen them on the grounds, Miss. They have, they have left the, uh, the villa entirely. Did did we um establish any place to stay or? Uh, no, you like basically had like the caravans which were parked on the grounds, uh, because they were like there as the entertainment. They were allowed to sort of set up camp there for uh, the evening. So, uh, their their caravans are gone as well. I am I'm I'm afraid so. Um. Hmm. I'm staying here then. Uh, Zero, you can stick yeah. around with me if you want. Yeah, you're, you're welcome back at the hotel. It's not the best, but it's better than being by yourself right now, I think. Yeah, and Felix, much obliged. Hey, go on. Right, go on. And he leads you to out of the villa and hey. back towards the sort of, uh, supposedly high end hotel that um staying in. There's, uh, it's like basically a, uh, he has two rooms, one for him, one for Father, and it's like, it's one of the ones that has the, like, lounge and then different rooms coming off of it. Um, he talks to sort of people at the desk, he's like, uh, can we potentially get a third room sorted out? I mean, I, I really don't take up much space. I'm happy to just... There's a, there's a, quite, com- there's a quite comfortable, uh, shares one in the, uh, in the lounge, if you like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, Not gonna lie, I'm fairly impressed that you managed to say that in a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, kindly. Um, 
I'd quite like to try and make my mission for the rest of this campaign to make you say that in a Scottish accent as often as possible. No, 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 make you say that in as many different accents yes. as possible. Yes. You are able to sort of get ready for bed, um, and one by one, you all eventually, uh, it may take some time for some of you more shaken by the evening's events, uh, it may take less time for those of you who have been knocked unconscious. Um, <laughs> But as the moon hangs full over Karnstein and blood still flows from the floors of the Luminite River, a heavy mist descends upon the city. All of you in your dreams feel this mist working its way across your mind. Fox, you are the first to awaken. The smell of fire and burning wood all around you, snapping you to attention. Magpie, you awaken next. The shouts and screams of a village around you echoing in your mind. Sierra, you awake with a start as your lungs burn as you realize they are filled with water. Jemima, you feel the air around you hot and arid. You open your eyes and there is only darkness and the faint pinpricks of flames around you. Father, and your eyes snap open, you realize the bed you're in is far too small, smaller even than the one that was in the hotel, as you realize your childhood room is all around you now. Welcome to level three, and welcome to Barovia. I'm going to spend, like, 19% of the game just on your shoulders. Yep, that's entirely fine. How would you ever walk anywhere when you have a yeah. friend that's seven feet tall? Just, essentially, just, probably just sit on one of his horns. Uh, for the rest Sorry, of the zombies... Byron. <laughs> Sorry, Byron. Byron. <laughs> just, uh, so, <laughs> a menace. Uh, Just to be clear, the F is from me. Jemima has no respect. Jemima <laughs> just has no respect. Um, oh, I had business cards in this pocket in this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You just were gonna like produce like a badge or something. I was, like, <laughs> like, it's prop comedy. Ma'am, please <laughs> step off of the minotaur. <laughs> uh, it is, no, to be fair, it is a, it is a lawyer business card. I wore this for my Matt Murdock cosplay. Murdock, see, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 